Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is January 11th, Thursday. <laughs> we are already 11 days into January. <laughs> we are we're here. Welcome. How's everybody doing today? Hopefully, everybody's doing a fantastic time. I mean, having a fantastic start of the year. 10 days in, you know, doing, you know, you New Year's resolutions are going by swiftly and, 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 you know, you guys are sticking to it. Please stick to your New Year's resolutions um, because I'm going to stick to mine and I'm going to be here for you, baby. Okay. But here's the thing I want to let you guys in on a little secret where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates to the show. Is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Yeah, I tricked you guys. Yeah, it wasn't really a secret. It's like a secret, secret type deal, like a secret, secret, secret type deal, like secret society type deal, but it wasn't a secret at all. It was a terrible secret. I'm sorry, guys. I, I didn't mean to trick you guys like this. All right. Um, we're going to almost back to doing two episodes, two episodes a week. Goodness gracious. I'm trying to get back to doing three. <laughs> Actually, this would be the third. If you guys are on Patreon, you would definitely know this is the third episode this week. <laughs> yeah, join that Patreon, baby. We are putting more and more things out there. The latest episode is about Cat Williams and the the just the greatness of Cat Williams and other comedians in that ilk. Um, I know some of you probably don't agree with some of the things he did, but there's some there's some you know there's some things y'all guys might want to you know. Maybe he got a little point here. We probably should check it out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys haven't, go check it out. And also cruise the screwed over there where I get drunk and talk about the, the weirdest things ever, which is going to happen on Saturday. Cruise the Screwed's coming back. We're coming back, baby. <coughs> We're coming back, baby, with uh the cruise is screwed. Yeah, I should not have done that. I'm sorry. My my uh my uh cold is still here, and then next week is supposed to get fucking cold as shit here in um here in beautiful state of was supposed to be warm texas but apparently to, uh next week tuesday it's supposed to be the high of uh 34 yay yay we moved from virginia to texas in in prosperous of heat in in seeking heat and this is what we get you know, like I think I've lived here for about almost 13, maybe 14 years now. I think nine out of the 14 years did we not have like an extremely cold day or week. So I'm hoping the power grid stay up and uh, it doesn't get too fucking cold because it's going to be cold as shit outside. Uh, I hate being cold. I hate every single moment of being cold oh my i'm cold right now my room is very fucking cold so you guys probably can see i'm inside the room um yeah you see the christmas the christmas uh sheets they're gonna be up here for a while sorry really it might be up here for the rest of the year if, like I, you know i'm about to wash them and then probably put them back up here just put it out there um but um but yes but yes we are here um but there are congratulations to be bestowed upon some peoples congratulations to the michigan wolverines on winning the national championship 
um here in the great city of houston congratulations to you guys great awesome season was it 15 and 0 there's way too many games for uh college football now i think it's i, I think that it's even going to be bigger because it's going to be a 12 team you know playoffs i i'm going to say this i know it's going to sound crazy it's going to sound mean i think this is this was kind of maybe michigan's like last chance to like dominate a playoff to win a title like this was might have been their best and maybe last chance because i don't see harbaugh coming back yo the the shit he had to go through this year i like the man got suspended was he's been suspended six games out of this year and they still won 15 games yo that's wild i think that this probably is man's last year i think um College prom probably rubbed him the wrong way, especially this year. And he, 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 I think he wants the NFL again. I think he wants to test those waters one more time. It's crazy because he was a Super Bowl coach. He, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was a bad coach. Like he made the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick as quarterback. Like you, you can and really was a like that. It was not a. It was not a like blowout to say the least, against Baltimore when they got there, too. So I'm just saying, there's he's got some gas in the tank. And I don't think he's one of those control freaks, like some of the coaches I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. I, I think that he's actually a player's coach. I think his players love him. I think because his coaches love him. And um, I, I I really think, yeah, this is probably his last year in college football. And, and it should be because I, I don't – I don't see him being treated right in, in college because he should have never lost six games from his team. That's BS. That's BS. He should have never been, you know, he should have never got suspended. The whole spy gate thing and sign stealing, things like that. I, I think that play that person acted alone I, I, and really just kind of screwed over the Michigan. Like it, it, it kind of trying to taint the, um, the, the, the national championship. You know, oh, they were signed still and stuff like this against bad teams. Like, I don't understand that part of the story. Like, I, I the teams that they won like thirty-five to nothing against the sign stealing happened. I, I don't get it. it it's just, I, it was stupid. It was a dumb decision. Whoever was doing it, um, the the recruiting violation that some coaches somehow got to skate past during their time during their tenure. Oh my goodness, during their tenure in college, it's 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 interesting, but. Once again, congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines, man, for real. They they played the hell out. 26 years since their last national championship. I was eight years old when that happened. That's 19, wow, 1998? No, I can't be right. Six? I was eight years, no. 97? I don't remember Michigan winning in the 90s. I don't know. Yeah, whatever year that was, it's been 26 years. Um, I've actually, you know, I work with uh, um big Michigan fan and also on one of my routes or one of my customers, he is a huge Michigan fan. And uh, I've never seen this dude. I see this dude miss a day of work maybe like once or twice a month. And uh, he's always at his, you know, at his little little desk and everything like that. Now I walked up and I saw somebody else there. I was like, yeah, hey, man. He says, so I got to ask, man, he out today, huh? He's like, yeah, he, 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 I say he's hungover. I understand. That's how it was when the Eagles won. All right. I ain't go to work the next day because the Eagles won. I, that was, that was a good day. That was a good day. That was, that was a good week. And that might've been a good month. He said, 
And then I talked to him today. He was like, man, we're celebrating for the rest of the month, and which is awesome, man. You know, if there's one storied franchise that deserved it, it's definitely Michigan. You know what I'm saying? They they beat Ohio State three years in a row, which has to be the hardest thing to do. And you have to compete recruiting-wise with them. And recruiting-wise, uh, you know, Ohio State likes to, you know, cut a few corners here and there. So I mean, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Once again, all the coaches got to skate past some of the recruiting violations that happened in college football, which, like I told you guys, I, I think I said it when the college playoff came out. The SEC needed one team to get there, for sure. The one team that got there was Alabama, and I'm happy that you know they they really did put Michigan through the fire. It really did. That that was the fire that, you know, they had to walk. And uh, it seems like the past couple national championships have been nothing but blowouts. I, like Georgia blew out uh, T- TCU. Michigan really controlled the game the whole time against uh, Washington, which also, by the way, congratulations to Washington for getting there. I know how hard it has to be. And they're going to be Big Ten rivals uh, for, for the near future. That is the by far the st- Stupidest alignment I've ever seen in my life. I, I just Oregon. Oregon has to come all the way, or Oregon has to go, or uh, what's his name, Rutgers will have to go across the country to play against Oregon, and or and vice versa. That's how the Big Ten is be about to be set up. Stupid. It's dumb. I don't understand it. I won't understand it. I refuse to understand it. And I'm just I'm not a fan of it. I I, I wish that the Pac-12 was still it's crazy that the Pac-12 had their best year this year. You know what I'm saying so um but one more time to a storied franchise. Go blue. Um, and uh congratulations to you guys, man. You guys deserved it. There are a lot of hardworking kids on that side. So you know what I'm saying? Let's give them all a hand clap. Yeah, okay. All right. Also, we're giving hand claps to a very storied career in college football, a very um, stoic figure in the college football landscape, a very uh, legendary run that he went on, not just in college football, well, it, oh, for several different teams, actually, but mostly we all know him for as the head coach of Alabama football. Let's be real. Nick Saban retires. Nick Saban is 72 years old. I would have never thought that. Um, Nick Saban. I remember when Nick Saban was coaching, and he was like the young gun type deal. Um, I when he was with the Browns. Uh, no, not with the Browns. I'm sorry, that's a lie. I remember when he was with the um LSU when LSU won their first title. Um, he was the coach. Yeah, he he's he he's been around for a very very long time. But for a storied career for his, congratulations to him. For somebody to me. Like, I think I would say this. Well, he is 72. We Let's put that out there. I think he still had maybe one or two more years in him. But I think that everybody else catching up with the NIL deals and things like that, I think that kind of forces retirement a little, little premature. Because Nick Saban, let's be real, he was getting the best players in the country for like the past, what, he's been there for 14 years? Yeah. So the past, like, well, 14, you know, I forgot how long he's been in Alabama, but for the past quite a few long time, okay, he's been a big man on campus, a big man on the block, not just in the SEC, but, of course, in college football. And 
the thing is, is that, you know, when I'm surprised he never got a violation. The dude turned out number one recruiting every single year until like a couple years ago because, you know, I, I. there's some conspiracy theories behind why he was always the number one recruiter, but we won't we won't do that today. We're going to celebrate the career of Nick Saban, the only Belichick disciple that was actually successful. Go ahead, go check it, go go figure it out. Bill O'Brien, actually, I will say this: Bill O'Brien was not a bad coach. Bill O'Brien should have never became a GM of the Houston Texans, though. Bill O'Brien, that was his misstep. I think another misstep, of course, is Chip Kelly becoming GM, but that's a whole different story for a different day. We're talking about Nick. I think Nick Saban would still be in the NFL today if he got Drew Brees to get if he was able to get Drew Brees to go to Miami. I, I think so. That's all he really needed was Drew. He needed a quarterback. And uh uh yeah. Go ahead, go check the go, go look back. Go ahead, look back. I think you I think he would have had Pete Carroll type run at Miami. I, I truly think so. Yeah, Ronnie Brown back there. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, Ronnie Brown was a monster. <clears throat> you know, and, um, yeah, whoever else. I I remember the Miami teams. I just can't remember the Miami teams. But I know Drew Brees didn't go there, and that was the downfall of Nick Saban. I think he put all his eggs in that one basket, and it didn't work. And, you know, he also has the Matt Lauer door, which is very um popular. I mean, very um weird to have uh you know there's a lot of stories about nick saban but a lot of weird stories about nick saban actually but uh but for story career congratulations nick saban thank you for being part of you know college football history you know um he won a lot of national championships in alabama won one in uh lsu you know I, i like i said one one of maybe two possible successful bill belichick disciples i would say i think andy reed i, I want to say this because i know bill belichick you know we, we're going to talk about him in a second but um i think andy reed the reason why i would say and, and i know belichick got the most titles whatever the reason why i say andy reed is the greatest uh nfl coach of all time is because if not just his success on the field but the success of the people that were under him i think the only person that really didn't succeed was Matt Nagy. And now he's back as an offensive coordinator. What the hell? Oh, that's that's the wind. Damn, the wind is wild. Y'all hear that? The wind is like okay, sorry. But um, yeah, Nick Saban turned out so many wins at, at Alabama. Congratulations to him. Um, and uh, you know, to the future probably recruiting violations you fuckers are gonna get. But um, hey, hey, no, no, what are we doing? No, I I've never seen a team skate by so so much. I, I'm sorry, they, they, there's no way y'all were paying y'all once y'all found out that y'all were the ones not paying anymore, not paying the most anymore, and everybody else started getting you know was able to throw some money at these kids. That was it for. I think that was it for Nick Saban. I'm sorry, y'all. That that was it. That, yeah, that was the death nail. That was definitely his 72, 87, 72. It, yeah, it was time. It was time to, you know, make a grand exit through the left. Okay, now let's go to the NFL. Um, One more, one retirement. I think he's retired. I think he is retiring. He should be. I don't, I don't, I don't he's also 72 years old. That's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll still have a young man energy, which is kind of cool. 
you know, still made the blunder of running, of throwing the ball when you should have ran it at the two yard line, who let, which led to Bill Belichick's other Super Bowl. We're just gonna put it out there. That stupid decision. Um, but overall, Pete Carroll, one of the greatest coaches of all time, one of the greatest, not just one of the best NFL coaches of all time, especially in his second tenure, but one of the better college coaches. Come on, that that USC team was like you, you couldn't nah. There was no way. You had Thunder and Lightning and Lindell White and Reggie Bush. You had Matt Leinart. You know, you had uh, what was ah, tall-ass wide receiver. Nasty-ass wide receiver name. I forgot his name, though. Um, But those teams, and also that defense was disgusting, too. Um, Those teams were just amazing. We we The only reason why I think they don't talk to them about a dynasty is mostly because of what Vince Young did to them and eviscerated them all over that field, running all over them in the Rose Bowl to win the national championship. If that game never happens and they somehow pull that off, yeah, USC would definitely be a dynasty-type team that we talk about for ages. But Pete Carroll always kept a steady team together. I think the only reason why they got in trouble is because Reggie Bush was living with an agent. I think that's literally the only reason why they rescinded one of their national championships. Sorry, but that's BS. I'm sorry. That's that's complete BS. But as a Seahawks coach, remember, just in case people don't know, Pete Carroll also coached at New England. So that um, Seattle was actually his second tenure. And the first thing Pete Carroll did, the smartest decision probably he did, was to start Russell West Russell Wilson his first year. And I'm going to say this. I know it's going to sound crazy to everyone else. I remember watching that draft coverage and like John Gruden, uh, what's the other dude, Barry, not Barry Melrose, what's the other dude's name? I forgot his name. Uh, Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper, you know, everybody that was sitting at that desk and they were kind of like, what? Why would you draft this guy? Yo, I watched Russell Wilson in college. I remember watching him play for uh, Wisconsin. No, for NC State and then Wisconsin. Right, NC State, then Wisconsin? I know he played for Wisconsin for sure because they used to show him like he could throw against the grain. And what I'm saying that is that like he could roll left and still throw like with pure accuracy on the run with his right he's right-handed. Like the dude was beast in college. And nobody really was talking about him because he played for Wisconsin. Wisconsin churns out 2,000 yards rushers every year. So um, with that, he he started him over Matt Flynn. It, just in case people don't know, Matt Flynn had one good game in uh, the absence of uh, Aaron Rodgers. I remember, I think he, he killed it because Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. Is that when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and threw a 90-yard pass? with a broken collarbone in the dead of cold in Chicago and to win a game. Yeah. I watched that game. I was like, yeah, he's not human, but uh, yeah, he was the smart, made the smart decision to uh, put, you know, Russell Wilson over Matt, Matt Flynn. And the rest was history right there. They won a super bowl um, with Marshawn Lynch and the Legion of boom. He, he let the players be the players though. He let them have their personalities and let them flourish in their personalities. Like, you know, and I think, he was a great players coach. He's always have been. You know, you have Reggie Bush, Matt Leinard. You got all these killers on that on that USC team, and they got to be themselves. They got to be kids. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like with with Seattle, 
he embraced really like beast mode, like uh Marshawn Lynch. Like his is the dude is and we I don't think we have I don't think we have as much. Um I think if Marshawn was to like you can't temper that down anyway. I don't think you can temper that type of personality now. But if you could, Bill Belichick might have been the one to try it. But I, I like I'm so happy this I'm 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 happy that he's stepping away. Um, he, it looks like he may he also may have a couple more years in him, but it, it's good that they stepping away. Seventy two, enjoy your enjoy your retirement, baby. Enjoy it. It's gonna be great. Come on, man. It's cool. Smile. The only thing I didn't like about Pete Carroll, it's look like he chews with his mouth open. Bothered the hell out of me. I ain't gonna lie. The the way he chews his gum, and every time he somehow played the Eagles, they won for some reason, and he's like, oh. like sitting here. Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm just sitting here. Like, what, what are we doing here? I don't, I don't get it. Why, why, why are you chewing with your mouth open with the, with the gum in your mouth? It bothers me. It, it bothered me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, you know, you had Golden Tate. Like, remember that Seattle team? You had Richard Sherman. Was it Brower? Browner? Browner? Browner's fucking name. Cam Chancellor, Ed, uh, and and um and Thomas. And then you have Marshawn Lynch. Russell Wilson, Golden Tate, and Percy Harvin on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine having to manage those personalities. And he managed them perfectly to win a Super Bowl. Not just win the Super Bowl, but, like, dominate the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, they dominated. It was the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And brought a title to Seattle. It was it was, it was magical. I, I thought it was wild as hell. Um, but yeah, man, it, yeah, man. So congratulations to Pete Carroll um, on your retirement. Hopefully you are living, hopefully you're in Cancun or on a beach somewhere, sipping on some Mai Tais or whatever. I don't know if he drinks. I probably doesn't drink. Just, you know, and maybe chewing with your mouth closed. That'd be great. All right. Lastly, let's talk about what most people would say arguably is the greatest coach of all time. Bill Belichick. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on the limb. He didn't retire. I'm sorry. He's stepping away. Well, he's he, uh, him and the Patriots parted ways. I guess they found out that Tom Brady was really the cog of the machine. I mean, was really the machine that 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 was. You know, what I mean, it was really Tom Brady, not Bill. But uh, well, we're just going to hey, stop, stop, stop. We're not going to do this. Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches of all, greatest coaches of all time. We're, we're definitely, I would say, a number two to Andy Reid because of Andy Reid's success, but. And also, Bill won. You know, that's cool. He won a lot of won Super Bowls, um, but um, you know, legendary run at New England. I think them they were in it every year in year out. They were winning in AFC East. I think the one year that they lost, they still won eleven games with Matt Castle as the quarterback. So, um, and that got Matt Castle paid, just like Matt Flynn got paid off of like two games of greatness. Dude got paid and then got replaced by a rookie quarterback. But okay, um, but yeah, man, um, one of the one of the greatest tacticians of all time, one of the greatest recorders of uh, practices of all time. Yeah, I'm still pissed. Yeah, I was watching. Okay, I was watching the NFL. I think NFL Today. I was or Canty or somebody. It's like they have a radio show on ESPN, and I was watching it. And this and one of the one of the hosts was still mad. Like you know he he. He videotaped the uh, Seattle. I mean, this St. Louis. Hey, great, huh? 
Oh, sorry. He he videotaped the St. Louis Rams practice and then somehow look, listen. I would say Spygate, yes, is his fault. He was definitely a part of Spygate. I also will say, you know, the Michigan Spygate thing is kind of a little weird too. But we're gonna go, we're gonna continue on. Spygate sucked mostly because it, it not just it, I'm sick of people looking at oh well it just affected the St. Louis game. No, they did it for the Eagles too. Uh, I'm sorry to put it out there. Sorry for people that might not know this, but they did it for the Eagles game too. Like he he spied on the Eagles. Like he had videotape practices of the Philadelphia Eagles before that Super Bowl. Now it doesn't help that you know your quarterback your quarterback allegedly goes out the night before and gets you know, completely hammered before the game. But it's okay. You know what I mean? It's just what happens. It's how he decompressed before game. You normally do that after. But, you know, this, once again, I said allegedly. Just putting it out there. It was allegedly. You know, most people don't throw up in the in the, uh, in the 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 huddle before the game. But, hey, this is cool. It's okay. Don't, not going to get messy here. We're not getting messy here. We're not getting messy here. Okay, cool. But, um... Yeah, man, I, I think that, uh, like, I was listening to, they were trying to say deflate gate. I'm like, yeah, that's a Tom Brady problem. That was a Tom Brady problem. After that, I don't think they really had, I mean, you know, he did, like, sneaky things here and there. He He's really one of those guys that learned how to game the system. I think that's what, what Nick Saban really learned most about him was you can game the system, and I'm going to find every loophole possible to beat you. Like, the dude had a game plan for each week how to stop someone's best player. Like, like your secondary players better be able to beat me because I'm taking away your top target. I'm taking away the biggest weapon you got. I'm going to figure out if your quarterback can throw today. I'm either going to send blitzes or I'm going to double-team your best wide receiver. Or, week in and week out, I have a left-footed kicker because people didn't have a left-footed kicker. Apparently, this ball spins different. Like things with Bill Belichick that was like praised was, you know, he's been praised a lot for some some of the decisions that he made. Once again, when you allow the coach to become the GM, I think that's the biggest pro. I think that's just the downfall of a team right there. You do not allow a coach to be the GM of a team. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well, you should be able to pick his own place. Yeah, but you have a person that can be there and be like, huh, man, maybe. Look, when this end-all, be-all, one person making that decision, that's a problem for me. It really is. I don't like that. I, I just, I don't know, man. But um, but oh, I should be talking positive about these people. I'm sorry. Bill Belichick, was he a six-time? He's a six-time uh, six champion, uh, Super Bowl champion. That's cool. Congratulations. A lot of times, uh, AFC, cha- AFC East champion. Um, and you know, Tom, you know, I mean, wasn't because of Tom Brady mostly. Um, you know, congratulations to Bill. Also, by the way, just in case, hold on. This is why Bill Belichick is also one of the greatest of all time. First of all, he almost, he almost got the Browns to the Super Bowl. And I went, hold on, y'all. Oh, what? Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, calm down. There was a time when Bill Belichick was the coach of the Browns. I think he's a disciple of um, Bill Parcells also. But there was a time where Bill Belichick was coaching the Browns. And you had Nick. I think Nick Saban was like a defensive coordinator. I forgot. There's another like really highly touted, touted uh, offensive coordinator too. 
that team would have been nasty. Like that team was ready to go. I think he like just got them going, and then they that's when they moved to Baltimore. That's when Cleveland moved to Baltimore. And that that's and I think they all lost, they all left. I think he went to go work under um I think he also won a did he won a Super Bowl with uh Bill. I think he won a Super Bowl with Bill Parcells too. And I hope I hope like when he leaves, like actually leaves the NFL, I hope he actually shows his personality. I hear he's a very funny guy. He's just very serious when it comes to like media and things. I hope he I hope he like comes out of that shell that he was in. Nick Saban started to a little bit with some of his commercials and things, but like with Belichick, Belichick don't do any commercials. Belichick doesn't sign off on being part of like the the uh, Madden cover. I mean Madden games. He, so they have to put like a different like was it what was the dude's name Paul Gaffney as the coach of the New England Patriots. Like his name is not even on the game. It's just I just yeah. You know, I mean I hope he comes out of his shell a little bit. You know, and I hope I really do, man. I think he that he he's he's one of the better, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. We can't take that away from him. Um, but I just I just wish he came out of that shell just a just a little bit, Bill. You can come out, baby. We get here, baby. We want to embrace you. It's cool. With your little cutoff sleeves and things like that, trying to show the goods. Okay, but um, this is more of a congratulations to mo- to all these people for for on amazing careers. I know I made a lot of jokes here. I made a lot of uh, uh, references to some of the things that happened, but uh, but seriously though, congratulations to Nick Saban, um, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, and uh, Bill Belichick for historic runs at the places at the most unlikely of places. Like Alabama was in the dumps before Saban took over. And then now his his disciple, which is you know uh Kirby Smart, a lot of people uh, was under Saban at some point. Uh, like, but one of them being Kirby Smart, being like churning out a number one team every year in Georgia, amazing. Um, Pete Carroll, of course, fourteen years as a um head coach. It's going to be weird not seeing them as head coaches. But next year, like it's gonna be so weird. It's so like, it, especially if Belichick doesn't like get picked up. Like that's the weirdest. It's so weird. Like they're not like Belichick's not gonna be on the sideline for the Patriots. Like you're not gonna see Nick Saban as the uh, head coach of Alabama. You're not gonna see Pete Carroll and in, in the, on the sideline chewing his gum look like probably loudly and annoyingly. Um, it's it's gonna be weird. I I really do. I, I just. It's man, it's it's like when uh like when all the quarterbacks retired. I think we're down to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the last of the Mohicans from like the early two thousands. Oh well, mid yeah, about early mid two thousand quarterbacks. Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, of course, Drew Brees. You know all them killers. Like that 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 right there. This he's the last of those Moh. He's the last of those guys. He I, he was the youngest one out of those guys, so it does kind of make sense. So I'm just sitting here like, hey, man, it's going to be NFL and college football is going to be weird next year. Like, because I, I don't think John Harbaugh is going to be a college coach. I'm not trying to wish anything upon. I, I hope that he stays with Michigan, but I don't see him staying. Not with the year he just had. I, I really don't. So, all right, I'm starting to get a little tired right now. So we're going to we're going to stop it here tonight. 
We got one, you know, put 30 minutes in, man. Put some work in for y'all, man. Y'all already know, man. I love you guys. But uh, where you can find the Cruiser Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruiser Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates to the show is on Instagram at Cruiser Podcast. Also, on Twitter at Nice Town Finance. And I would like to say one more time. Uh, thank you all for listening once again. Uh, congratulations once again to the Michigan Wolverines for winning the NCAA tournament. I mean, NCAA tournament. Jesus, Mother Joseph. That's how tired I am. NCAA uh, championship football-wise. Congrats. Um, also, great career. Congratulations on your career, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll. And if this is the last ride for Bill Belichick, congratulations to you also, sir. So with that, uh, please leave five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, also on Spotify, leave a, uh, you know, how you doing? You know, leave a written review on Apple Podcasts if you can. That'll be beautiful. I might kiss you, kiss you in the forehead or earlobe. I don't know wherever you like to do weird things. I, I don't know if you're into weird shit, but I'm not. But whatever. You know what I mean? Do you, hey, we don't kink shame on the cruising podcast. So, but we're, uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Hey, go check out the Patreon. Yes, yes, yes. Go check out the Patreon for sure. Yeah. Three dollars a month, baby. Three of them things a month. Wait, what the hell is wrong with my finger? Three of look, look at this. If you're watching on video, yo, my never been like this. I, I don't know what I did, but really forgot what I, I that like really messed my train of thought up. Okay, let's regroup, Andrew. Ready? Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I'll catch you guys later. Deuces.